Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host Serene. In this podcast you will find movie reviews and TV show reviews, the latest news about the film industry, monthly watch list, award show predictions and recaps, recaps on events like Netflix's To Doom. You will receive two episodes a week, Thursdays and Sundays. You can follow me on Instagram at movie reviews with Serene and Movie Reviews with Serene podcast. Come join the journey. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Hey guys, um, this episode, we, I talked to author and movie writer, screenplay writer, David Matthew Barnes. So you will listen to our interview our long interview <laughs> we recorded around 6 a.m my time until like the conversation was so good that we just talked for three hours more than that as three hours straight so yeah you will be able to listen to that in this episode but before that i'm going to like do the news section um then also like talk about what i watched this week and yeah let's go into this episode i also watched silo and that one was really cool like i cannot wait for the season finale um it had some it had the usual cliffhanger and and so on and so forth. I also watched the other two. I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> um I also watched iCarly. That one was very cool because it brought back a fan favorite character from the original series, Neville Pepperman, and it was so cool to see him again and yes, he was evil, but it was still funny and entertaining. <laughs> but one thing which was very annoying during our conversation was the fact that my camera didn't work. And so I will post the video version of our conversation on YouTube this sometime this week. I don't know when, but uh it will be this week. And it will be on YouTube and um yeah, like it, I had so much fun. Like even those parts we didn't record, it, it was a lot of fun. Like it, it was so much like I don't know, like so he was very appreciative david was very appreciative and very like interesting and what interested in what i have to say and um we talked about like the wga strike we talked about season six of black mirror we talked about lgbtq coming out and we talk about we talked about um 
superheroes and horror movies, writing movies, um, gosh, like music, music biopics, um, TV shows and movie recommendations, and wow, like it was a lot of fun, and we will definitely redo it because, like, as like I'm saying it in the recording, um. That three hours weren't enough. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was a lot of fun, and um, I will. I want to. I want to talk, talk about what I watched this week. So I'm going to do that, and then do a new section, and then you guys can listen to our interview with David. Okay, so I watched The Crowded Room, and oh my god, the third episode was very heartbreaking. Um, I do understand why Tom doesn't, like, Tom will take a break from acting after Crowded Room, uh, for a year after Crowded Room, uh, because this episode was very, very d- sad. And heartbreaking and but nevertheless I still I'm still like hooked for more I still want more and um, it was so heartbreaking that I watched the whole sixth and fifth season of Rick and Morty to not like to not think about what I had seen in the third episode of Crowded Room. Uh, third? Excuse me. Fifth episode of The Crowded Room. Also, I'll be going on a hiatus. Um, a short hiatus, to be honest. The second week of July. Because I will be in Egypt and won't probably be able to record an episode for you guys um so you won't get an episode on july the week of july oopsie ah. sorry i'm i i like i woke up at 6 a.m and went to bed at 12 a.m um and then woke up at 12 p.m. <laughs> um, because we, like, the interview with David, we, it was on 6, at 6 a.m., but we did it until 8.45 a.m., so um kind of, like, off track a little bit, but, so, the week of um July 5th through July 12th, I, you won't get an episode, you will get an episode on July 13th, and that one is also with a guest, which makes me very happy. Um, it's a fe- it's a female guest this time, and she loves animation movies, and um, it's going to be a very fun one. I cannot wait to introduce you guys to her. Um, so yeah, I will be in Egypt 
from July 5th through July 12th. And I'm so excited. Sadly, I won't be able to go to the pyramids um, because it's like five hours away. And I don't know if you can do it, but I was, I'm kind of sad, but nevertheless, I'm still very excited to go to Egypt, to fly to Egypt and, you know, like, be just away from Europe for a week. And come back rejuvenated and refreshed. So that will be my second hiatus. And then I'll go on the, on the summer break um, in the month of Ju- um, in the month of August and in initiate season three of the podcast of uh, on the first week of September 2023. Okay, let's do a new section. So according to CNN, Harrison Ford doesn't play on plan on retiring. And he said, and I quote, I didn't do well when I don't have work. I just love to work. I love to feel useful. End of quote. I'm so excited for the third, for the fifth installment of Indiana Jones, which will be released this week on... On June thirtieth, So the director of Blue Beetle said to GamesRadar.com that, and I quote, he envisions um, Blue Beetle to become, like, to, like, he envisions Blue Beetle as a trilogy that he hopes to be able to execute, end of quote. Then Flash um, is tracking to earn in uh, one point, no, 14 million in the movie's second domestic weekend. Then Zazie Beat says, 
Her dream superhero role would be the Catwoman. And she said that to Inverse.com. And I quote, I don't know. So she's just cool and I feel like I am a cat at heart myself. End of quote. According to Entertainment Weekly, Don Cheadle and Samuel Jackson both think they should have appeared in a Black Panther movie together. And I could, we thought, really, we thought, really, you're not going to pull us into Wakanda? Perfect opportunity. End of quote. Ben Affleck is rumored to be in Deadpool 3, possibly reprising his role as Matt Murdock, according to the Comics Kid on Twitter. Then, something which makes me very happy, Harlequin Season 4 will premiere on July 27th on Max. And I'm so excited. Then Samuel Jackson said to Entertainment Weekly about Marvel shoot down drones flown over their sets while filming. And I quote, they followed one back to where that dude was. Found him and yeah, they got him. End of quote. Then Warner Bros. Discovery is in talks to sell around half of the studio's movie and TV music publishing assets for around 500 million, according to Discussing Film on Twitter. And then No Hard Feelings um, made 2.15 million from Thursday's preview. Starring Jennifer Lawrence. Olivia Coleman has joined the cast of Paddington 3. But not released it yet. So, um, Christopher Nolan used several experimental methods to recreate the rook, the rook, the nuke in Oppen- <laughs> in Oppenheimer. Some, and I quote, um, some microscopic and tiny, some on on a giant scale, 
using explosives, magnesium flares, and big black powder explosions, explosions of petrol. Then some are absolutely tiny using interactions of different particles, different oils, different liquids, end of quote. I'm very excited to watch that movie, to watch Oppenheimer next month. And he also quote, he also um, added onto his quote, and also he said that to Empire Magazine, and I quote, I find CG rarely is able to grab you. It tends to feel safe. We were presenting the ultimate danger. We needed it to feel threatening, nasty, and frightening to the audience. End of quote. See, now I'm excited. I was excited before, but now I'm, I'm like even more excited. So, Agatha Cavern of Chaos will be released in summer of 2024 on Disney+. Oh, we also got a teaser for uh, Priscilla, the Elvis movie spin installment spin-off. So the Elvis Presley estate officials have slammed Sofia Coppola's, like she is directing the movie, um, Priscilla. And um, Priscilla Presley, meanwhile, oh, yeah, Priscilla Presley, meanwhile, supports the movie. I'm very, and she said, I'm very excited. And of course, I'm very excited to see the interpretation of my book by the masterful Sofia Coppola. End of quote. Going to 2MZ.com. So Woody and Buzz Lightyear are confirmed to return to return for Toy Story 5 according to Variety. Let's hope Jesse will also be returning to um, 
Toy Story. So The Last of Us is getting its own Halloween Horror Nights experience later this year at Universal Studios theme park parks. And Wilma was renewed for a second season. So Barbie is already early tracking to win the box office war against Oppenheimer in July, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Okay, that's it for this segment. Nice. Today is a special episode because, um, to quote Mama Ru, aka RuPaul, with extra special guest David Bethio Barnes. Say hello to my audience. Hello, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's great to be here. So, Please introduce yourself to my audience. Sure, absolutely. So for those of you who, who don't know me, which is probably most people, uh, I am a writer and a film producer, and I've written many novels and stage plays and screenplays, and I've produced about 40 different movies. Cool. And um, you're a horror writer, and like I don't watch many horror movies, but yes. I do have... Some of my favorites, like Scream, <laughs> is one <laughs> yeah. of them. And um, I would say Saw, even though it's like very disgusting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I like those as well. I think my my favorite horror film franchise is uh, Halloween, the Halloween film franchise with with Michael Myers as the as the great villain. And Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, but um, yeah, I like I I love horror movies, and a lot of my favorites tend to be older films, um, and not all American made either. So, uh, but yeah, I love I love writing horror movies. I love producing them. I love seeing them. Uh, I love talking about them, of course. Uh, so yeah, it's it's um, I read a lot of horror when I was when I was a young person, and I think that. Uh, it was my first love as a reader was was the horror genre and then 
course, I watched horror movies growing up too. So I don't think it's any surprise that I grew up to to write horror spooky movies and spooky books and help produce them too. So it makes a lot of sense for when I was younger. <laughs> and so since you're you're a writer, I wanted to like address the elephant in the room and that's the WGA strike. So what is your oh. take on that? Well, I definitely support it. I think writers need, like any other uh, person who contributes to, any other artist who contributes to the entertainment industry. Um, you know, there's so many things to take into consideration for professional writers that are writing for film and television specifically. Streaming uh, is, you know, streaming networks and streaming content is has changed the way that writers work, is produced and presented in both of those mediums. And so... I fully support it. I think it's it's you know it's a very important conversation to have that writers like anyone else are uh, compensated fairly for their work. And without a story and without a writer, you really don't have a movie or a TV series. You you need the content and the story. And so I think the writers are not asking for anything um, you know out of the ordinary or extraordinary. I think they're asking for just equitable compensation as they should. And uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, I think, you know, it's sometimes when you want a, a, a specific outcome or a specific result, going to that uh, necessary measure, in this case, a strike to send that message and to create an impact in the film and TV industry is really their best option because when it impacts an industry, especially a lucrative one, <laughs> like the entertainment industry, Sometimes you have to do that to get the action and the results that you want. And so that's why I support it so much. And um, many of my colleagues and fellow writers and actors and people I've worked with for many years in the industry, you know, they're down there on the front line with those signs in their hands to to, to bring that message home. So I, I support it fully. And um, I hope it's resolved. I hope it's resolved soon so we can all get back to production in, in the way that we are used to. Exactly. Like, I'm also so for it and I I'm so like glad to see some of my favorite like actors and voice actors like Ben Schwartz in in front uh, on the on the front line like striking for his right or their rights it just makes me so happy like please like I want them to have equality and you know be able to make make um make a living would I continue to making a living out of their passion? And it's just, it's just a, I'm just so for it. Like my heart is so full when I see, like, like I said, Ben Schwartz at the front lines or other, like John Mulaney or other, um, other like mostly voice actors, you know, mm -hmm. just, I don't know, it just makes me fulfilled, I guess. Like it, it's like, yes, like, all for equality mm -hmm. and also yes. like it it's it's it kind of bothers me the fact that the streaming services won't be affected by this one mm -hmm. but the networks will yeah for sure yeah it's um you know i think though that it, it's gonna have that ripple effect i think that that writers just um in general within the entertainment industry. Um, and sometimes it's the most thankless position out there because writers are very low on the totem pole. 
Um, mm -hmm. You know, they're not out front. They're not on camera. They're not celebrities necessarily. So people don't know who they are. They can go to the grocery store without people knowing who they are, but they're, you know, writing hit TV shows. Um, but to your point, yes. I mean, I feel like, yes, the, the, the objective here is really clear. And there's a lot of centered focus and talk conversation about network TV. But I feel like any of those changes are going to impact all of the avenues that writers uh, write for, which is so, so important. But to my point earlier, I was talking about um, how the writer's career has changed so much in the last mm -hmm. few years because of streaming content. And so there's different considerations for writers and, and there's different considerations for writers pay because of how the um, the content is produced now. You know, it's like there's so many streaming outlets now where when I was growing up <laughs> many, many years ago, you know, we only, like, we only had a handful of, of networks, which for most of them are still around to this day. Mm -hmm. But now there's so many, there's so many more uh, platforms for content. Um, yes. And there is, there's a greater demand for writers because of that for original content. But um, I think writers like anyone else just want to be paid accordingly for their work on network and streaming. Yeah. Like I think the last strike was, 100 something days and I and like that affected many TV shows and movies like I yes. believe it was I don't remember if it was Game of Thrones or something but one of the seasons was like um delayed because of that but I do get that but I'm still like I said I'm still for it and as I, I know like it can be very annoying for a consumer like myself <laughs> yeah. but it's necessary like you, they have to they have to be treated equally yes i agree and any writer listening to this would appreciate that a lot too so it's you know it's writing is very rewarding in many many ways mm -hmm. but but it is a lot of work and i think unless you know for for people who um who aren't storytellers for a living or for their career or their craft I think it's hard sometimes to understand the value of that, of coming up with original ideas and how much work goes into writing, especially for TV of the revisions of how many times you have to revise the same episode or the same script. Um, you know, it's 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 a lot of work. It's late hours, it's long hours, it's it's not seeing your family sometimes for very long. I mean, it's a lot of stuff, but but it's worth it because, you know, a lot, of, I think storytelling is a gift. And I think a lot of pe the people who are, were given that gift and do something with it, um, I think you make a decision at some point that if you're going to do it professionally, that there are certain sacrifices mm -hmm. you're going to make personally, sometimes just because the hours are so non-conventional and so forth, but it's so worth it. It really, really is. It's a very, can be a very rewarding career. I do agree. Like I, I am also writing my first book. Like it's a sci-fi book, and I totally like can relate to you seeing your. It's so it can be very overwhelming at times because mm -hmm. you're like, okay, like well, how can I, how can I express this, express something this way, but then there are like so many other ideas. So it's very hard for me to be calm and collected and then be like okay I want this book to be this direction to take it to take it to this direction and to the other direction and then but it's still like something I love doing and mm -hmm. it's also like my like my baby so I'm kind of like very protective of it and mm -hmm. and so 
I don't really want to like finish it, but I know at some point I have to finish it and publish it. But um, it's still very writing. And like speaking of writing um, and horror genre, so mm -hmm. have you seen Black Mirror? Yes, I have not seen the the new episodes yet, but I have seen the entire series up until now. Yes. And which season is your favorite? Oh, I'd say the third one. Um, oh, I don't remember the name of the episode. It's with Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, and it's a brilliant, brilliant episode that started season three. It's season three, episode one, and I cannot remember the name of it at the moment. But um, I thought I felt no, like let, let me let me see on IMDb. <laughs> That's yeah, I know, right. I know I should have IMDb open too. I normally I do. Um, but I felt like I so I really I like season one, I like season mm -hmm. two, but I felt like season three was when it um for me as a viewer, I felt that's when Black Mirror really kind of became the strong visceral experience that it it was. Like I definitely think they had some very strong moments in season one and season two, but when we had season three, I really feel like the 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 creators, producers, everybody really kind of hit their stride in season three and that first episode did you find the title yet because i could look yeah, it up too it said uh, it's saying nosedive nosedive yes yes and so um i've actually taught that episode before in television writing classes because it's oh, cool. so written so so the the way that the writers create um tension on the screen is so well done and of course the performance by bryce dallas howard uh, is just masterful in in many ways, but um, I yeah, that was my favorite season. I think three really was really the one that I go back to. Obviously, as a teacher, but um, as a writer, I really liked the episodes in season three. I felt it was really um, all of them were really done very well and very powerful seasons in it too. Are you a big Black Mirror fan? Do you like the show? Yeah, I love it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I think my favorite it is, I mean, is um, five because, but that's only because, of, yeah, big solely because of Miley. <laughs> I'm kind of biased. Uh, are you a Miley Cyrus fan? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I love her too. Yeah, she was great in that. That was a really good episode too. That was. I thought that was definitely the best episode of season five. But um. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's such a great show. I love that it's like you know the anthology series style that they do is so clever um, of, of each episode sort of a standalone in, in a really cool way but there are like threads that kind of connect some of the series together or the episodes together too which is really interesting there's a lot of theories out there uh, how each episode is sort of connected to a different episode within the Black Mirror world which is kind of cool the mythology like, of Black Mirror and I I didn't like I wouldn't think that this season would have would like could uh, on top top the Miley Cyrus episode for me but mm -hmm. the first episode like not the first but the beyond the sea it's called uh, mm -hmm. with her and Paul and that like wow like that that one really topped it for me really oh my gosh I'm so excited to see it I I've not it's seen so good I don't know I don't know if you have um watched the movie Reminiscent with I've heard of it, but Mark, I've not seen it. Mark Wahlberg and mm -hmm. Rebecca Ferguson, mm -hmm. and it's it's very similar to that one, hmm. but also to 
something else. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah. Would you would you recommend Reminiscence like the movie to watch it? Mm, yes and no. Yes, because oh. <laughs> it's like it's 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 a great concept, but no, because it's it gets kind of like boring at some point. No, that's honest. That's honest. The the second act. Mm -hmm. And but it's it's still cool because you you don't really know which is like reality and which is not and which is like fiction more more like Mark Wahlberg's like kind of like um false memory should I say without spoiling so mm -hmm. it's still a lot of fun but it's still mm -hmm. kind of boring no that's that's very honest but, I appreciate but, honest but the twist is good like the twist was like oh, I was like what the fuck. <laughs> oh good well i'm gonna definitely check out season six of black mirror i'm so excited to see it i've been finishing up my next my next book which is a horror novel and so i've been doing nothing but writing so i haven't got to see a lot of tv for a couple of weeks but it's almost done so then i can start to catch up on all my tv shows <laughs> including black mirror what else are you planning on catching up um uh well i watch a lot of I watch a lot of shows. I watch a lot of um, shows with like female. For some reason, I watch a lot of probably because I write a lot of female centric stuff. But um, to give you an idea, some of the shows that I absolutely love. Um, well, on the comedy side, I really love um, Abbott Elementary. I don't know if you've, oh if God, you've seen me that. Too. A, I, I just great... I just um, yeah. start watching season two. Mm -hmm. And I'm, and a, so I'm, good. A, like, I'm I, a really I, big uh, Yeah. I, I scream at the tone, like the tone deafness of the director of the principal. Yeah. <laughs> the principal, oh, which is hilarious, yeah. Um, do you know the reality TV show Big Brother? The yeah. American version? So I'm a big fan of that, which is not writing, a written show at all. Um, I really love it, this show called Dead to Me with Christina. Um, oh my God, I'm blinking on her name. Christina Applegate, there we go. Christina Applegate, that's a great show. Um, I've never watched you, it. I really love, um, so there's two shows on HBO that I absolutely love. One is called Somebody Somewhere, which is with Bridget okay. Everett, who I absolutely adore. Um, and then the other one is Hacks with Gene Smart. Oh, and I know that. But both I haven't of those watched are, it yet. They're like the best shows on television next to Abbott Elementary, for sure. Um, those I absolutely love. Those I have to catch up on. Um, I really like Firefly Lane. I don't know if it's a Netflix show, but it know, got canceled after two it. seasons. I'm so so bummed that they they always cancel the good ones. Um, yeah. There's a really wonderful show called Young Royals. I don't know. Oh, if you know I know that. But yeah, I watched it. My sister watches it. <laughs> she yeah, used to watch it. it. It's very similar to a lot of the books I write for young people, so I really like it a lot. But um, those are those are pretty much the shows that I've been watching lately. Um, but I, there's so many other ones that like the morning show on Apple TV. I love that one a lot. Um, but a lot of shows that I like, they only last for like a couple of seasons because they don't get enough viewers and then they mm -hmm. go away. And so I'm always trying to tell people, watch this show so it doesn't get canceled because I love it. But it's it's hard for sure because you you start just when you start to like something, then then they take mm -hmm. it up. And then it's, it's good, like it's get chopped. Yeah. And Netflix exactly. mostly. I know it is true. I know Netflix. Netflix is known for that for sure. Um, I'm I'm surprised you didn't mention Succession. 
mention which one? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Succession. Succession. I haven't seen Succession. Everybody tells me I need to watch it, but I did you watch? Because I know you're you're in Austria. Did you watch um, Dark, the Netflix show Dark? That was that was so good. Did you love it? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I was like, it was a lot of fun. But I I watched it like, but it got but the spinoff. But basically, I watched. I don't remember which season, but I I don't remember finishing it. But I the spinoff got like cancelled. Oh, I didn't know they had a spinoff. I don't know if we got that here, but um, there was a lot of comparisons to Dark. You're frozen. And Stranger Things. I, I, did, I, actually, I, uh, I loved how it played around with the different timelines and the different years. So, how good. Yeah, I'm so excited for season five. To be honest, like Stranger Things. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's it's a it's a it's a very compelling show. I'm a huge Winona Ryder fan, so I was really. I grew up watching her all of her movies, and so I was so excited to see her, you know, on a TV series, streaming show, because uh, she's really a great actress, and um, that whole cast is really, really. Uh, yeah. Kind of grew up in front of our eyes because they they started in season one; they were so young, and now they're all grown up and they're adults now, which is kind of exciting. But um, you know, I I was a teenager in the eighties, so watching a lot of those episodes takes me back to, um. You know, being in high school, going to the mall, just kind of things that you did in the 80s, which was a lot of fun. Or in the 90s. I'm a 90s baby. Yeah. And the soundtrack, I love the music on Stranger Things. There's such great music and, you know, obscure music from the 80s that you sort of get to rediscover every every time you watch the show. It's a lot of fun. I want to ask you, are you a Marvel or a DC person? I am a DC person. Yeah, I am. Okay. I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan, uh, Superman, Same. Batman, uh, Supergirl, uh, which who was just introduced in the new version of The Flash. Um, so, Don't yeah, definitely. It. I haven't watched it yet. Oh no, you'll 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 love it. There was no no spoilers, but Supergirl gets introduced there, and so it's exciting to see her on the screen. So for the first time in a movie. Um, yeah, I've always been a DC fan. I grew up on DC. I mean, I like Marvel, but I love DC. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's where my heart is. Yeah. Was it Turkish or was it German? Yeah. Deutsch? Basically like, based, like both, because I was born yeah. here and you, you know, you speak uh, Turkish in kindergarten and school and even, you know, even now as an adult. And so right. uh, it was like, it was Turkish, we spoke uh-huh. Turkish at home, then, but also German. So it's like Turkish and German. And then I learned uh-huh. English at school, like, like fourth, like first grade oh. through high school. That's, that's and, so impressive. I'm so, I'm so inspired by you. Being thank you so much. I know that there's a large Turkish community in, in Deutschland. No, you, yeah, your languages mm-hmm. are amazing. But I know there's a large Turkish uh, community in Deutschland, um, especially in Berlin, isn't there? Yeah, like yeah. I have I have relatives who live in Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I think one of them lives in um, Düsseldorf, and uh-huh. the other and the other one I I don't remember. Oh, oh yeah, Solingen. What what is what is the is 
Is there a Turkish community uh, in Austria as well? Yes, is, yes, okay. but not, but not that big as in Germany because you know of the size and yeah. Are you close to Vienna? Do you live near Vienna? Oh, you're in Vienna, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, I'm in okay. Vienna. Oh, nice. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there's so much great history there. Yeah. And so much it's art so cool. and music. And, oh, no, I'm so jealous. <laughs> so, so jealous. <laughs> yeah. I love, oh, my I God. love, I would live in Europe if I could, if they would let me. I would live in Europe. But uh, I live here. I'm very, I'm happy. I'm grateful I live in the U.S. too. I was born and raised here. But I've spent a lot of time in Europe and I I really just, there's just, it's just such a, I just love all the culture. There's so much culture, mm -hmm. you know, and all the languages and the traditions and people. And, you know, I love, um, I, I spent a lot of time taking the train through many countries in Europe when I was really young. And it was just so incredible to like, you know, wake up and you're in France and, and you yeah. go to see you know somewhere else but um and just seeing the countryside and like all the places that like not a lot of tourists go um th that's where I love to go I mean I love the big cities too but I really like yeah. to go to like villages and like just you know see just how be with live. the people and see yeah. what they're about totally. and like what what food they're like eating or drinking or yeah. I, I also like maybe because I was born in this like in Vienna and this is like a you know a city I I love going like outside of Vienna and then we went um strawberry picking we oh. like traveled to two different states of Austria and mm -hmm. it was so peaceful because you didn't have much besides like acres of fields and and like trees and nature I love nature like I am a nature mm. girly I love Nature. and yeah it i i am so peaceful when i'm around nature i don't know why maybe because it's like you know like cities are so hectic and you are going from a to b and you're like it's very stressful and when i'm like whenever i'm back it like outside the city i'm like i'm the happiest person hmm. ever oh that makes them i mean stuff moments like that and being in touch with with simplicity and nature and all those things you just described, I feel like just fulfills our soul in mm -hmm. such a really wonderful way. Like you feel rejuvenated and re and and uh, revived, you know. And I think it's mm -hmm. really important to to take those moments and 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 I call it unplugging, where you're just you know unplugged from everything and go and mm -hmm. be away from the craziness of what we do. Um, I think it's really important to have that a good once in a while, just to kind of give your you some breathing space to to be reminded of how life, how simple life can be, and that it's and it's appealing in so many ways, right? <clears throat> exactly. Um. So we had I talked about horror movies, and you had mentioned a couple oh, of your your yeah. favorite horror movies, and I wanted to. Um, do you also read horror novels? Are you a reader? Do you read a lot of books? I do read, but I I stop reading because <laughs> I would I would be like, okay, like, oh, this is a great idea. I could write it this way. And then I'm like, ugh, I don't want to like be plagiarized. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And what and the books that you're writing, what genre is it? Is it it's sci-fi? Oh, really. very cool. It's like it's um, I don't know if you know. The series on Amazon Prime, it's called Solos with Morgan Freeman. It's so no, good. Like, 
I do watch a, I do watch a sci-fi show on Amazon called The Expanse on Amazon. Okay. Have you seen? It's a really good sci-fi show, but I'll check it. It's called Solos. You said I'll check yeah. that out. And it's an anthology, anthological one. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, hold on. Okay, my my family just woke up. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> who um, are you talking to? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, they know they're. They 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 want me to like move because they were like you were screaming when you're recording, <laughs> and <laughs> and I was like okay let's do six a.m. then anyways, um so it's called solos and Morgan Freeman does the narration it's so I love this human being so much I have to look I have to check that out I have Amazon and Prime so stuff. and this like third episode uh and Hathaway plays this space person she is in space and mm-hmm. her mom, like. It's during COVID, obviously, and so there's certain things happening. And my, what well, my book is basically not that, but similar to that. So my person, she travels from Earth to Mars, and um, you know, it's like kind of like a romantic thingy as well. <laughs> and oh, good. So, so she currently I'm at um, chapter three to lap five. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like dragging it because I don't want to like, I don't want to like, you know, put it out there for the world. Not yet, at least. So, um, so she like, in she meets a new person. They fall in love. She like, mm-hmm. you know, it's basically finding yourself, like being happy with the, you know, not just stressing everything out and mm-hmm. coming into a new environment and like, adapting and um but it's like a self-help self self-help journey basically kind of huh. like that, that sounds so interesting that sounds really interesting but I'm glad i write writing... in, in in german uh-huh. um, i could send you a copy yeah i would love to read it especially in german and um d- um so i write every day do you write every day i, I write mostly when when I'm like, okay, like I have to like write and I write for five, six hours straight without mm-hmm. probably like eating um, or drink. Like, okay, I do drink water, but like eat here and there. But I also, I, it depends. It depends. Like sometimes I write through two, like two, three days straight and I'm like, oh, I'm so exhausted. I'm exhausted and inspiration. Then I would watch it like Rick and Morty or something. Then mm-hmm. I would probably then I would stop writing for a week and then I would like pick up it it really depends yeah no that sounds like a good writing schedule it sounds like feels like you're writing when you're when you're feeling the inspiration to write which is mm-hmm. good which is very good yeah that's awesome I know it's so cool <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's it's something I've always wanted to be but then I was like very insecure I was like oh, nobody would read it and then I sent it to my my my, my sister she's younger than me and she started mm-hmm. started like reading it she's like oh that's so cool and I was like and then she's like please continue I'm like okay and then like oh. and she keeps writing it as like she keeps reading it and yeah and I, I and like I also helped my grandfather write his book like his books oh wow and um in turkish and i like um translated those in one of them in german as well so it's i don't know i love it i love doing like stuff that you wouldn't think that i would do you know like proving people wrong i guess that's oh yeah 
Yeah, you and, have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I just be the example, right? Like keep them guessing. <laughs> keep mm -hmm. them guessing. Be that be something that nobody thought you could be. That's that's exactly. Yeah. But like so we were I, talking about um superheroes. So Yeah. You said Flash. I haven't watched Flash yet. I I haven't I haven't even watched The Little Mermaid or um I haven't either. Spider-Man. Spider-Man Spider-Verse. Yeah, I I've been I've been working on so many projects for the since really since like the first of the year. So I'm mm -hmm. so behind, but but is off coming up and I'm just gonna like binge watch so much stuff just to catch up and to relax too. But um when I'm not going to Arkansas. You're frozen again. Because okay, of him, I go out, yeah, I go outside a lot. But um yeah, I know um so I'm not a big Ezra Miller fan who plays the Flash. I have to take yeah, this. Yeah, me too. I I, I liked him. I liked him, but then but then stuff I happened. did. I used to like him a lot too, but I don't know what happened there, but yeah, not good things. Um but uh but aside from that, um I I I love the character of the Flash and not my favorite mm -hmm. DC character, but definitely I definitely What's uh, your favorite character? character? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman oh, yeah. too. Have you have you yes, seen To Doom? Have you seen Netflix's To Doom? Right. And Netflix's To Doom. No. She she was mm -hmm. there because she was um promoting her movie titled yeah. Heart of Stone. And she did the Wonder Woman Jester. Oh, that's a yeah. I I I yeah, I love the comics from Wonder Woman. I love the story of how the character was created. I love all of it. So yeah, she's my favorite. And then second to Wonder Woman, I would say Superman is probably. Um, I'm a bigger Superman fan than I am a Batman. I like Batman, but mm. Batman gets a little too dark for me sometimes. The mythology okay. of Batman, but but um, Wonder Woman and Superman are definitely my my two that I really really like a lot. So um, and I really like the character of Lois Lane in Superman, even though she's not a superhero, but. And there's so many different versions of her, you know, and so I just like that she was such this like feisty character when, when we weren't creating the necessarily feisty female women on, in comic books. So, um, I really like her a lot. I'm fascinated by her too. I think I'm like a more darker person, so mm -hmm. I like Batman, Joker, Harley. Yeah. I like. I had this like cra crush on Harley. And I didn't know I was queer. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, okay. That's awesome. Oh, I love that. I love, love, love that. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know, like, I, you know, like, in my culture, it's like, it's not, it's something that um is very stigmatized when you're queer or you're like, oh, you're like, oh, so you're going to like my friend then? I was like, mm, no, like. It, it doesn't have to do with that i like, know that does it's so annoying but... and and but like so i lived in the closet for since i was 13 years old and i'm 25 now so you did you did the math mm -hmm. and i came out two years ago and oh. it was hard like it was so hard um it's still hard like uh some of my family members still don't know and mm -hmm. I like to me, they don't need to, but you know, it's still like I, I was so afraid that my mom would um disown me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um but it sounds like she didn't though, which was a good thing. No, and, she didn't. I, she still she she's like still hope. 
that, no yeah. okay so i'm like bisexual that's not yeah. no so and she still like she still thinks that i don't like boys but i do like boys so oh. or like men and so she still like so um I want you to like date a boy. I'm like, mom, like I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't only like girls. I like boys as well. And she's like, I don't care. I still want you to find a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, you know, it's it's so. I mean, it's not always easy to be our true, authentic selves, mm -hmm. right? Like, I mean, we have to be a lot of things to a lot of people. And I just think it's really remarkable that you were able in your culture to find it within yourself to to share who you really are and to take that risk and it's really remarkable and it's inspiring and, and more people you know if anyone's listening to this and they're in a similar situation because i really feel like we sort of live by example especially in the public eye but um you know they may hear your story and be inspired to do the same thing and know that they're not alone in doing so so i'm glad that you're speaking to that i'm glad that you had that experience i'm happy for you and um, it's so important to be who we are and and who we're comfortable being. We, you know, we're only given one life, and so we got to make the most yeah. of it and really live it exactly. the way that we want to live it. And we don't owe anybody anything, right? Except ourselves to be true to who we are. So, yay for you! And thank you for sharing that with me. That really means a lot to me that you were. No, I so want open to share it because it's like um, Pride Month, and I know that you're a queer creator as well. So yes, I was like absolutely. Let just Absolutely. you know sprinkle some queerness here and there <laughs> i'll take that anytime let me tell you so you know i do i and i i have to tell you i mean um i write a lot for young people and i write a lot for young lgbtq plus uh mm -hmm. young people and um i write the books that i needed when i was growing up um oh. for my younger self and and I get so many wonderful responses from young people because of social media, um, especially for uh, my novel "Swimming to Chicago" that I wrote. Um, I and and it's um, some of the some of the stuff that I get is very sad. Um, you know, there's a lot of struggles within uh, with our queer youth. Uh, you know, with with um, accepting who they are, being disowned by their families, being uh, ostracized by people that they love and religion and so forth. But, um, you know, I really feel like that's the power of movies and books and TV and all, all the things we've been talking about is representation is people seeing versions of themselves on the page, on the stage, on the screen, so that they know they're not alone. Right. So that those young people that we were both at one point struggling with who, who we are and, you know, who do we tell and who we, who we, who can we not tell so many people go through that and i think that's really where art and cinema and all those things come into play in such a big beautiful way because often it's those elements even music that may make people feel less alone in the world and feel like oh if this person came out and said spoke their truth i can do the same thing and it's it's really an exciting way to be part of that even in a very small small way mm -hmm. be part of someone's journey like that you know um and you don't realize, like when you just shared your story, you don't realize who needs to hear it. Exactly. And that, and that how impactful that that can be for mm -hmm. them. And we, you know, we, we both, you and I both talk for a living. And, and sometimes yeah. we don't realize that when we share something, an interview, a story, a movie, whatever, that we're a part of, um, of, of how it can 
how it can shape help shape someone's life and their journey. And that's what's so remarkable about being a storyteller, really. It's, I wouldn't trade it for anything because what you get back is just like what you just shared with me and the wonderful moment we just had together. It was just so great, right? And I wouldn't have been able to experience that if I hadn't been a writer who <laughs> invited me to be on your show. So it's all, it's all part of it in a really beautiful way. So yay for you. Exactly. Like it's... <laughs> I, I like I've always like want the I think my com- coming out story was like um I remember like writing I want I this is my coming out story but I want to be a vessel for you so that's the say that's the first paragraph I wrote in my coming out um, post on my Instagram account and and like got so many like lovely messages and comments mm-hmm. and I'll, and like to to this day, like my best friend, she lives in New York. She always has my back, and she always like, I don't know, she always like pokes fun at me, but like you know, in a loving way because we've been friends for over ten years. And um, so I know, like, I I do have a chosen family, but I also have a real family. So it's 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 very like it's basically very indescribable to be honest like it's so amazing to you know one be courageous enough to tell like to tell the world what I did which I did two years ago and then receive so much love that you're like overwhelmed but like in a positive Mm -hmm. way yeah it's really it's beautiful I love that you just what you just said about having a chosen family and having a, a, a traditional family as well. And, um, you know, both of them, I think, are important to have or at least have relations with as long as they're healthy relationships, you know, that they're that you're getting good things from them. But there's a lot to be said for a chosen family. There really is. Um, and uh, for me, you know, my chosen family, I have a very small uh, inner circle, social circle, people I keep very close to me. That's very few people that, you know, I choose to have close to me for, for good reason, but they're my source of love and unconditional love and comfort and wisdom and, you know, all the things. And they keep you, keep me grounded, you know, keep reminding me of, of where I come from and who I am and all those good things that are important to know. But um, I think there's a place for both, but it's, it's, and I'm glad that you were really glad that you shared that because a lot of people, um, especially a lot of, you know, members of our community, um, have to find that chosen family be, in order to have their people, or, you know, a support system in place, because sometimes we don't get that from our own families. Um, and sometimes we do, you know, um, but it's, I think it's really, I'm really. You sure you're frozen. Really important you're frozen again, but I couldn't hear what you said. I'm frozen. I can, I can hear myself, but I, <laughs> that doesn't do you any good. Uh, well, hopefully at some point, I maybe when you play it back, I'll be unfrozen. I don't know. Can you still, hopefully. can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. Okay. Yes, you are. Probably, you know what it was? It was the internet telling me that I was talking too much and I needed to stop talking. <laughs> so, well, we still have, we still have one, li- one link left, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, I, I wanted to, I wanted to thank you so much for, for inviting me on and sharing me, sharing so much of your life with me and what your life was like in Vienna and um, and, you know, thank you just so much. I mean, I know we, we talked about so much great stuff, but, um, I just love that you love movies and comics and all that. We have a lot of things that we both like that are very yeah. similar, but that's, that's why like, I chose you because 
You're like, oh. I was like, okay, he loves super superheroes. I love I love superheroes. He loves like yeah. movies and horror. Yeah, I don't watch much, but you know, it's my paradox. You know, I feel like if I lived in Vienna, we'd go out to coffee at least once a week just to talk about superheroes and movies. But um, I really thank you for creating this this podcast and this space and for bringing me on and letting me talk about what I do and my stuff too. It's really generous of you and I really appreciate it. And um, I'd love to talk to you again. Please send me your book. Please keep writing. Finish your book. We need your story. We need that great sci-fi novel that you're writing out in the world and no matter what language it is in you need to tell that story and i'm so excited that you're writing in german um and <laughs> i just yeah i just think what you do and your show is just so wonderful and uh i'm gonna definitely watch season six of black mirror sooner rather than later because of you um and just wanted to say thank you so much for having me and for us getting to share this time together and um yeah and please tell your family i'm so sorry that if we woke them up <laughs> No, I know like, the time difference between Vienna and, and California is a little crazy, but we made it work. So yeah, yeah. but um, we just we can continue talking. Like we just have one link left, but I it's it's I know what to say. I'm so I'm like I'm blushing right now <laughs> because <laughs> oh, I it's so thank you so much for your kind words and thank you so much for like being like I don't know, like. When I when I send it out to when I when I sent out the request, yeah, I can talk. <laughs> when I sent out the request, um, I was like, "There's no way he's going to reply," and I don't know why I was thinking. Maybe because I had this like thing that I'm still a in small podcaster. Like I've been doing this for two years. Yeah, two years, mm -hmm. and um, I was like, and then you wrote back, and then you wrote very like really kind words and i was like mm, okay and Aww. then we like we like um made we like you know arranged um this today and i don't know i feel so grateful like my life is so amazing like it keeps i'm positively overwhelmed because mm -hmm. so many great things are happening and mm. Like I have this like background of with mental health. I'm like, okay, like it's going way too well. What's what's you know what? There will be something, and will it will go downhill again? But um, yeah, I'm just and I'm just glad that you came on the show. And well, thank you, thank you, Serena. Uh, I it sounds to me like you're living your best life right now. And, I am, and like, that makes me happy for you. And just be present in that moment, and just mm -hmm. you know. Um, I know I'm kind of similar to you where I'm always like, oh, this is too good to be true and something's mm -hmm. going to take this away from me. But you know what? We have to just retrain our brains to think, you know what? Stay in the moment and stay present. And I love that you're living in this place of gratitude. You, you mm -hmm. talked about being grateful and I and I do that too. It's like I literally write down things I'm grateful for every day. Um, and, I, and, and just continue to stay in that beautiful light that you're existing in right now. And I think the more, you're a very kind person. I know this about you already, but, but you know, the more Thank that we you. live in that state of gratitude and kindness, I think that we attract that when we put mm -hmm. it out, you know? So it comes back to us in really extraordinary ways and enjoy it, right? But I really want you, now I'm gonna sound like a teacher, so I apologize, but I really want you to finish that book because okay. I can tell from, from you sharing your, your story um and your love for science fiction 
you need to finish that book. And I agree with your sister. You need to keep writing it so that we have. <laughs> so, so the next time I talk, the next time I talk, the next time I talk to you, I want you to be like, I just finished writing my book. And I'm like, yay. And then when you're ready, no pressure, when you're ready, you can send it to me and I, okay. I will read it as a reader for you. And, um, and then the next step for you is to publish it and get it out there so the world can, can yeah, work. I will do it with Amazon because I did yeah. publish my journal. Like I mm-hmm. created a journal and designed a journal. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And so I did publish it and I was like, okay, I can do this with the book. Cause I, mm-hmm. I, I thought about doing it like traditionally, but I know it from my grandfather he even though like it was a lot of money and it was like a lot of time and effort and um like I didn't like you know I had to put it on Amazon to make a to make you know to make um an and and living out of it basically and I was like okay like I don't want to because that sounds I know Zoom that sounds so um that sounds so What's American? Um, no, no, like that. Yes, but also that sounds so exhausting. Mm. Sounded so exhausting. And I was Sorry, like, I was on a different train of thought. Yes, I agree. It and it is exhausting for sure. But, um, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Keep your eye on the finish line because, you know, someday you're gonna put that book out there like I did years ago, and you're gonna mm-hmm. get a message from somebody you've never met before. And they're going to tell you how much your book meant to them and why. And in that moment, you're going to realize why you needed to be a storyteller to begin with, because that's that's the purpose right there, is that you're creating a story for somebody else. You're creating it for you. You're always right for you. Always do the writing for yourself. But when you put it out there into the world, all you need is that one person to connect with your story. And then you know you did, did the job you were supposed to do. So, and that's going to happen for you. I know it will. So, but it can't happen until you finish the book and put it out into the world. So, I know. <laughs> you have I a know. job to do. <laughs> I have to, like, I have to. But, like, but I know, like, I'm so, I'm like, like, I'm like, I'm a bit um, overwhelmed, but positively. But mm-hmm. it's still, like, I watch um, Apple TV Plus Silo, and like, it's a sci fi thing. And I'm so, like, excited to, right like I'm I'm also I'm I've like this whole last plan I'm like I will put some visuals into the book like you'll see visual because I'm a visual learner and I'm a visual person and so that's why I'm like I have all these ideas but life keeps life keeps like blessing me I'm like "Mm, okay so this comes first and then the book so I I I guess I have to like reprioritize the book (laughs) basically like long story short no, no, and you will, and you will. You'll find we always find time. We make time for the things that are important to us, and I know you will. I know you will. So, in the next part, I want to talk about movies and TV shows more. I saved it. I was like, oh, it, would, it just... wouldn't. It wouldn't be an interview without some technical issues, though, right? <laughs> Especially in an international one. Yeah, and like the reason why I did this English, this podcast in English, is because one, I. I know I I am more confident in English, but German uh-huh. too, but like English more. Um, mm-hmm. and also to like I wanted to invite people, you know, like you, and so and also I I love like I I I'm just so passionate about movies. I cannot talk to the movie about movies in German because mm-hmm. it's like you know like it's it would be a mix of German and English, and some people don't like it. But I don't care. Mm-hmm. Do you do you? But like. Mm-hmm. And also some people say, ask me like why I don't cut 
I, I, I never cut anything out of my podcast because I believe that's like that inf- interferes with my authenticity. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think authenticity is so, so important. I agree with you completely. I must tell you that your English is far better than my German <laughs> and I've been studying <laughs> German for most of my life, but um, yeah, no, I, and I, I, um, as we talked before we, we, before the interview, we were, I was sharing with you that, that my mother's, mother's family, great grandmother was um, from Stuttgart area. And so I, I love German. German's a beautiful language to me. And um, I wish that I, there's not a lot of people for me to practice it with because I study it, but I don't have a lot of people to Mm, practice with. So I feel like if you don't use it very much that you tend to start to forget some of it and so forth yeah but, but like even even like i i was born here and i can speak german but like some words i still don't like even i have to like look up and like what does this mean or phrases mm-hmm. and but i guess that's the beauty of a language mm-hmm. discovery mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree well i know that's so that's so very very exciting so um you wanted to talk about movies So, have you seen any movies recently, or um, what I have. is? So, ooh, ooh, I went to me. I went to a I went to a sneak preview. It hasn't come out yet. It doesn't come out. I think well, here in the U.S. it comes out July seventh. But there's a really wild comedy called Joyride. Uh, I watched four... it. Did you like I it? I loved it. I, yeah, I watched it. I watched it like in German as well and in English. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved it. It's it was a lot of fun, but I don't really is remember the, what is it. What is it the new one? Because there was one a couple years ago, but this is brand I, new. It, it said um twenty twenty three with the four Asian actresses in the lead leading roles. Is that the one you um, saw? I believe. So it was really good. So I just saw it. It doesn't, it doesn't come out here for a little bit. Um, it's really uh like raunchy kind of humor but i thought it was I great it. i love that humor. yeah it was, it was really really good um uh yeah i've seen and i saw are you there god it's me margaret which is adapted from one of my favorite novels by judy bloom beautiful coming of age story uh kathy bates is in it and a bunch of really other wonderful people are in it uh rachel rachel mcadams yes Oh gosh, I hope I said her name correctly. Um, uh, just a beautiful story and really well done. And and so often I, you know, it ne- is never as good as the book. But this was one of the few times where I felt felt the movie was just as good as the book, and 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 really captured the book in a beautiful way. So I definitely recommend that. Um, and there's a there's a film that came out late last year called The um, Empire of Light. With oh, Olivia I love Coleman. it. It was it was yeah. um it was so good nominated for a few Oscars so and rightfully so her performance in that was just I mean yeah she's brilliant I had like goosebumps I'm I'm not having goosebumps Mm -hmm. like thinking about it and then a lot of horror movies have been out lately like Barbarian did you get I don't know if you saw that no um X and Smile I love X I love X yeah all kinds of Pearl as well but I I I kind of like Pearl more Mm-hmm. I did too. I did too. Because I maybe because X was like maybe because of the um um what's called um what they did to me a with the old mm-hmm. lady. 
maybe because like visually, but I like mm -hmm. Pearl World, even though it was kind of disturbing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I'm and also very excited for Maxine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a that it was almost a year ago now, but there was a great um vampire, like gothic vampire movie that came out called The Invitation, which didn't get as much attention as I thought it would and yeah. should, but that was that was really good too. Yeah, um, like the I menu. Did you see the menu? Oh my god, yes. Yeah, I watched it, it twice really and I'm still like, what the fuck? Like I will yeah. never ever see, I will never ever see like s'mores s'mores before the menu. <laughs> It's so true. It ruins so s'mores for me. Yeah, no, I know. And then, of course, you know, the new version of Scream is out. Um, yeah, with, with Jenna. Yes. And then um, I have not watched Evil Dead Rise yet, but I'm, I'm hearing good things about I it. So. I haven't either, but my sister has and my friend has. have, mm -hmm. And she's like, it's so boring. <laughs> she oh, said, really? it's boring. It's boring. Oh, no. And she check. also said that it was like it was not worth the money and it, it was just um, jump scare here or jump scare there. It's just kind of boring that, and really like dark. Surprising. Yeah. Dark and um bloody, but she was like, okay, with the bloodness, but she said, but she said um it was dark, like you couldn't really um identify much, like because mm, of the darkness. That's too bad. It's too bad. And my other friend, he's he also has a podcast. He does in German and he loves um his podcast is about Lord of the Rings. And so he said that he it was also like very boring. Mm, that's good to know. Very, very good to know. Um, but yeah, it's a good it's a good time for horror movies for sure. I mean, horror is having a really beautiful renaissance right now it does every few years and it's i just i think some of the the horror movies right now are just so clever because we're really seeing originality we're not seeing the same old same old like mm -hmm. we did we mm -hmm. have for a while we get stuck in that franchise kind of place for a yeah. minute cycle but um i love that there's new filmmakers and there's new voices and there's new actors that are coming out and are now and you know horror used to be such a you know shunned kind of genre of cinema but it's mm -hmm. it's making money for a lot of people and yeah. and not only that but it's you know starting to win awards it's starting you know all the things that we knew that it could do it's being allowed to do in a really cool way so it's such an exciting time um to do it i mean and i've, I've been very fortunate too that i've been able to produce a lot of horror movies lately a film that i produced called wolf hollow or i was executive producer um um it's a really good uh, werewolf movie, which comes out in August. Um, and it just uh, got really where? nice distribution. It's called Wolf Hollow. Um, and it'll be out in August. I don't know the exact date in August, but I'll find out and email it to you. But um, okay. it's a really fun werewolf like, movie. I, so. I, I watch horror movies if mm -hmm. there are no ghosts, because I'm kind of like burned. <laughs> really? Oh, because you don't. Yeah. 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 I do and... love a good ghost. <laughs> yeah that's basically like ghost no i'm mm -hmm. not doing it but i'm watching i like scream and um mm -hmm. x i love x yeah. but i like pearl like i said pearl was better and i'm so mm -hmm. excited for maxine mm -hmm, i'm so excited like mm -hmm. i didn't watch smile but my sister did and she was like um it was kind of creepy but it was like some deaths deaths were weird like not unnecessary to be honest yeah. and I, I cannot watch Smile because I'm kind of like, I'm a, I'm a very paranoid person. <laughs> so, 
and I would have I would be like affected by it by a week like by the smiles and but nevertheless I I still like horror movies like it it's like like I said I, it's, it's very paradox <laughs> I say I don't like horror movies but I do so no, and I what's the story um... about Wolf your movie what's the story um, it well, it takes place in a small town, and it's um, mm-hmm. it's got a little bit of like a little bit of like mythology and lore to it, and it's um, it's by a wonderful filmmaker named Mark Cantu, and he brought together a really great cast. Felissa Rose is in it from Sleepaway Camp, who's like this big horror movie icon, uh, amazing, wonderful woman, by the way. Um, I had a great chance to meet her last November at a movie screening, and worked on a couple of films now yeah she's she's good people um and uh yeah and i've been writing movies myself a lot lately too um and selling a lot of my scripts which is great i've i've now sold eight screenplays which has been a lot Mm -hmm. of fun so um a short film of mine was was uh made in the netherlands uh so i wrote it in english because i don't speak dutch but um, a Dutch filmmaker found my script at a film festival that I was at in Amsterdam. I won an award there for the script, but the movie hadn't been made yet. And he bought the rights to the to the script and then he adapted it into Dutch. And um, it did well and it won some awards at film festivals around the world. And it was really exciting to see my work cinematically turn into a different language, but the story was still there. It was just told in a, a different language than mine. And what an incredible uh, collaboration to be able to work with a filmmaker from the other side of the world uh, in a different language. And so that's what I love about movies and, and storytelling, just the people that it brings together. Um, but I've been really, really excited about uh, all those projects I've been writing. And they're in, I have a couple of films right now that are in production. So they'll be out uh, later this Ooh, year. That's exciting. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And um, uh, one of my stage plays we just adapted for television. So we just finished writing the stage or the pilot script for the first episode of the show. So lots of good stuff. And I'm I'm almost finished right now. I'm writing a horror novel called Dummy, uh, which is about two female serial killers. One is 82 and the other one's 19. And these two women realize they have a connection. Uh, and they're both serial killers living in a small town together in the desert. So I'm really excited about that. I'm sending that to my publisher on Monday, actually. So uh, oh, that, cool. that will, I, that'll be out, I believe, later this year, which I'm really excited about. So it's really spooky. Like, there was a couple of times when I was writing it when I scared myself. <laughs> so I was like, well, if I'm scaring myself, then maybe it'll scare the readers. So um, I'm very excited about that. And I will see if that gets adapted into film as well, too. But all really, really fun stuff, but it's a really good time for me as a producer and a writer and all the stuff that I get to do and to get to meet people like you in a really cool way. So writing so has brought cool. me so many cool experiences. I can't even begin to tell you I've traveled the world because of writing. I've met people from all over and just got to have such great experiences because of it. But I've been doing it for 35 years. So it's okay. been a long a time. So you're, so you're like a veteran then. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it feels. Like I have my my battle scars. If you you know, um, so you mentioned like comedy series. Have you or have you watched or are you watching um 
the other two. No, but I, with Molly Shannon. Yeah, like the ex SNL yeah. humans. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I haven't so seen it. It's I've so heard it's really good. good. Yeah, I really want to like, see it, but I haven't watched it yet. It's so funny because as a Justin Bieber fan, I mm. can see the similarities. And now mm. currently this third season, they're like um talking about um how he met Selena and how he mm. met Rayleigh. And they all they're also like discussing about um Hillsong. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've heard really good things, but I love, love Molly Shannon. So anything she does, I show up for. But um, yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I need to. I'm adding that to my list. <laughs> that and my long list. My two. You have to. You have to add that yes. and Succession. Yeah, I will definitely watch them both. And then you, then you have to tell me if you liked it or who are who your favorite characters are. Because I, I know okay. like you, I can see that you like, um, Mister Culkin. I would say. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah, as soon as I watch it, I'll I'll send you an email and let you know who my favorite characters are. I'm excited to watch it. I love I love like these conversations where I learn new, new like recommendations, oh, okay. which are great because that's how mm -hmm. I find all my great stuff. Is what other people other people tell me to watch and and so forth. It's that's how I find my, my the things I love the most are the things I that also to me, I so. also um have started watching the crowded room on top of Apple TV Plus. The Crowded Room. Oh, I don't Tom know the Holland with Tom Holland. No. Oh, yes, yes, I've heard of it. I heard that was it's, a tough filming experience for him. Yeah, it, especially the last episode, like the one which was released on Friday. Like mm -hmm. I had to watch Rick and Morty five times after that. Afterwards, oh, that it was. Part. Oh my I god! It, it. I don't want to tr trigger anybody, but um, it has to do with um trigger warning essay mm -hmm. did you have because you mentioned apple tv have you watched dickinson yes yeah i love, I love that show so good and, and like the, the music on that show is ah oh, beautiful yeah, fantastic. But, but it got canceled i know three three seasons but i know all the good ones get canceled it's true so but yeah she was like Haley was amazing in that, and also like yeah, like really um rapper Wiz Khalifa, he was also mm -hmm. good. He played mm -hmm. the dad. I was like, hmm? mm -hmm. Wiz Wiz can act. <laughs> I was very surprised. I know it's really but good. I love so her. Good. I love her mother. I love her mother on that show. Um, Jane Krakowski. She's so funny. Like I, she could read the phone book and I laugh. She's so hilarious. <laughs> so talented. I I think I'm like that with um, what's her name? Amy Schumer. Oh, I love Amy Schumer. Yeah, she's she's so funny. She's I love how unfiltered that she is. She's yeah, I watched the emergency contract mm -hmm. thing special on Netflix. I oh yeah, how crying. is that? I haven't was it funny? It it's so funny. Like it's okay. so funny, but short, but funny, but oh oh my god. <laughs> and like That's speaking so of um specials, have you seen but? Like, do you like Samuel L. Jackson? Mm -hmm. I do. I love, I love his work. And he has this new series called um, Secret Invasion on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it, but yes. Oh, my God. You have to watch it. It's, yeah. it's Samuel L. Jackson at his best. 
Really? Okay. It's so uh, funny. Like there's just one joke with Louis the Fourteenth <laughs> and chairs. That's that sounds good already. I like yeah. He's he's I love him a lot. He's really. He's done a lot of great stuff. He was in a, one of my favorite films from way back, uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight with Gina Davis, which is a great, one of the best action films ever. Um, and he's in that with her, and he's just so good in that, too. I think my of favorite course, you know, one is... It was good in Kingsman, but I think my favorite one is... Um... Oh, yeah. The Protégé, Protégé, I think it's called Protégé? from 20, yeah, from, from yeah. 2021 or two, something like that. Like everything after 2020 is a blur to me. Because <laughs> of the pandemic, I know. Yeah. Like before the pandemic, you know. And after the, the pandemic. pandemic. I know, it's so crazy how our lives are so like fragmented because of the pandemic. And our history, like our timeline mm -hmm. is so, so crazy because of it. Very true. And um, so, what what genres are you also watching besides horror um, and superheroes and comedy? <laughs> right. Uh, I love a good mystery. I I do love a good mystery. I like thrillers a lot. I am a sucker for mm. romance. I gotta tell you, I do. Uh, I love a good love story. Have you um, seen um, 3,000 Years of Longing? No. 3,000 Years of Longing. That was Idris Elba and Tilda yes. Swinton. Swill, Swinton? Yeah, I was Still? Tilda Swinton's in who I love Tilda Swinton, but um, I've, I saw a trailer for it, but I've not actually seen it. But it looked really good. Was it good? No. No? <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, no. It wasn't oh, good. No, and I was, I wanted to be good like so badly. But mainly oh, no. because of the CGI, but also like the story oh. was kind of flat. That's too bad. Yeah, too it was bad. very disappointing. She's a good actress. She's a great actress. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like that's you can be a great actor, actress or actor. But if the screenplay isn't good, you know. It all goes back to the story. <laughs> it all start ends and starts and ends with the story. You have to have a good story. It's so true. Yeah, I always it think was... of a screenplay as like a as like a architectural blueprint. So, oh, like as a writer, okay. you're putting together a blueprint that mm -hmm. you give to a director and a producer and say, "Here's everything you need to make this movie or make to turn this, you know, put this on a screen." But it's really, you know, what they do with it, with their their vision that they bring to it, because the writer's not an you know, really part of the movie once the script is done. So um, it's so interesting to see the finished product sometimes, you know. Yeah, and so we're in July soon. Are you planning on watching Oppen Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer. No, I what is that? Tell me more. That's the um, story by Mr. Christopher Nolan. Um, oh, 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 yes. Okay, sorry. Yes, I'm. So, I was. I'm. <laughs> I was slow there. Um. I yes, but when that comes out soon, doesn't it? Yeah, July twenty first. Also, uh, the same day as Barbie. <laughs> Barbie. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to see Barbie quite honestly, but but I will definitely see Oppenheimer. Um. It's got really good. Um. 
like the audiences that have seen the previews of it have been really like it said it's really intense so i'm excited to see Oppenheimer, yeah and it's such a you know it's a true story and so it's so interesting to see and like i love like, biopics me too but um also it will like this it's it was filmed without cgi i'm kind of curious how how like yeah how, yeah how it did I, it yeah how do they, how so, do they pull up? what are your uh, favorite biopics Oh, so many. Well, I mean, I loved recently Tina Turner passed away and mm -hmm. I, and the biopic that they made of her years ago with Angela Bassett, What's Love Got to Do With It? Extraordinary uh, biopic. Um, but I will tell you what I really enjoyed watching, which is a biopic. It's on Hulu. I know maybe Showtime, uh, but I watch it on Hulu. Uh, George and Tammy about George Jones and Tammy Wynette, who were both very famous country singers in America. Um Jessica Chastain uh, plays Ooh. Tammy Wynette, and it's just, it's a really good, I don't know if a lot of people watched it, but it's a, it's a really powerful, it's a TV series, uh, mm -hmm. limited series, so they only made six or seven episodes, I think, but um, that was really good. I love, 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 um, I'm a big Jessica Lange fan, I love Jessica Lange, a lot of people know her from American Horror Story, but I know her from all of her great movies that she made, and she was, she played Patsy Cline in a movie called Sweet Dreams, um, I really enjoyed Jennifer Hudson in the and respect the the movie about Aretha Franklin. Yes, me too. Uh, I was like, I was like, when is he going to say respect? <laughs> yeah, like... she was so good on that, so so good. Um, but there's been so many lately. I've been watching a lot of documentaries. I just watched a documentary on HBO. Was it H? I think it was HBO. Um, about it's Donna Summer. Yeah, I know it is. But what what did I see this on? About Donna Summer, who was one of my favorite singers when I was really little. Um, and it was such a, it was a sad one uh, a lot. I just watched the documentary about Sinead O'Connor, the singer. Um, all really great, great stuff. But biopics I love because um, a, a good biopic sort of shows you the hu human side of somebody who was very successful and famous. And that's the part I like is finding out where they came from and how, what their journey was like. And so, yeah, I tend to like I a would, lot of biopics about musicians. Um, I would recommend you one. I don't know if you like are familiar with it, but it's called Taurus. It's by my favorite um, musician, Michigan Kelly. Taurus, tourist. Let me see if I. Not Taurus, like the star sign, Taurus. Oh, Taurus. Okay, I'm so sorry. Taurus movie. I'm adding it to my list right now. Oh, I just found it. Okay, 2022. Yeah. It's so like as a oh, fan, um, Megan Fox and Machine Gun yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just read the synopsis on IMDb. Yeah, that definitely looks like my kind of film for sure. Yeah, and um, because like I, I might sign binds because I'm a Machine Gun Kelly fan. But if you have like if you I don't know if you have never heard of him, I guess this is very, this is a good movie to you know. Mm -hmm. not fall oh, in love so with good. him but like to be more curious about him so i'm like so i'm i'm kind of excited because i'll be seeing him next week like next to like this tuesday actually for the first time and i've been mm -hmm. a fan of him for 11 years and i'm kind of wow. excited oh you yeah. must be so excited to go I'm do so, you have i'm any like freaking out <laughs> oh do you have any other favorite bands yeah i have i love um obviously miley then um what's her name like i like fall out boy lincoln park um uh what's it called oh yeah bad omens mm -hmm. and um 
I also I don't know, I'm I'm like Doja Cat, I would say Ariana, mm-hmm. like basically like pop and rock and rap and but most mostly rap, I would say. Mm-hmm. Do you and Britney of course, but like you know, it's a standard. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite band is called Metric. I don't know if you've heard of Metric, they're from Canada. Really yeah. fun synth pop kind of new wave rock band, I guess is what I would call mm. it. But I love them. I've seen them many times. I just saw them a couple of weeks ago, which was really fun. With Garbage. Yeah. Do you know Garbage? And you're no, kind I of, don't. You're a lot younger than me. So you I'm giving you bands that you probably have never heard of. But um, I do I do know ABBA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too from when I was really little. But yeah. I remember listening <laughs> to ABBA on the radio. Oh yeah, I, I, but uh, no, I, hmm. yes, maybe yeah. I my mom liked ABBA and we listened to it, and so I I know when I say like ABBA, they're like, how old are you? How old are you again? <laughs> they I, I cannot. Do have to tell you, I do have to tell you that one of my favorite singers ever is Nana, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm sure you probably don't want to hear because oh okay, I don't know it's like love balloons, but yeah, <laughs> one of my favorites from growing up. That was when I was really young. That song, that song was very popular, and it made me want to learn German. Uh, and that's what that's why I ended up in German class was because of that song. Because I was like, I want to know what the lyrics are. So, oh, yeah. cool! There, I was the same with Justin Bieber when I and Avril Lavigne, and then <laughs> MGK came into the mix, and so <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was the same with them. And now, like, this is the reason why I'm like this well in English. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's amazing. Do you like any German singers at all? Yeah, I like um, I like like what's her name? Oh yeah, like Lena, Lena Maya Landrud, or um, like a lot of like rap, like um, Rav Kamara and stuff. People like that. I don't listen to huh? Vincent Weiss. Vincent Weiss. Yeah. I like I like his and, like, and on high league as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. There's a re- there's some really good uh German music out right now. Like like it's mm-hmm. some really good singers and just really cool stuff. So yeah, it's hard to get all of that here. You can't buy a lot of the songs here, but you can yeah. get this on YouTube. But a lot of it's not available like on on apple uh in the in the u.s and so you have to listen to it on youtube or spotify but you can't buy but it sometimes it's also not on youtube or spotify so you're like then you go to apps like soundcloud <laughs> right yeah exactly exactly so i um so we saying that it will end in 10 minutes mm-hmm. should we go or in about all of the TV shows TV, you've just yeah. given me a great list of shows to watch. Yeah, what um, Silo? And also I think you will like Silo because A, mm-hmm. it has Rebecca Ferguson in it. Mm-hmm. Um and, and we were talking about how much we both love the Wheel of Time. Oh yes. But it's so I well understand like so show. many people weren't having it with that series. Like they were like, oh, it's so really? boring or or oh, I it's it. like it's like so predictable but to me 
I love mm-hmm. it. It reminds me, me as I, I wrote this in my, I think my blog entry. Mm-hmm. I wrote this um, because this podcast used to be, a, well, it's still a blog. So it's like a, it's the baby of that blog, basically. And um, so I like, it reminds me of Lord of the Rings, especially mm-hmm. I think episode one and two of The Wheel of Time. Which is for you guys don't know is an on Amazon Prime and you can watch it. It's so good, and and like the set design, the production design, so good. Like it's it was basically a foreshadowing of everything I read all at once. Yeah, it kind of. You're absolutely right. I can definitely see the similarities there for sure. I it, I loved it because it was such a great example of a hero's journey. You know, mm-hmm. and it's. Just, it's so compelling, but I agree with you. Like all the production elements of that that show are really top and like, notch. In the and the twists. There were some twists. Yeah, the twists. I know. I was very, like, very interesting. especially I think the after this last episode, I was like, "What?" Like I was, I, I, I was like so, so mind blown because yeah. I, I, you don't see that those twists like come. You don't see those coming. Twist coming uh, scene. Wait, but it's, that was in English. See them coming, so <laughs> that's the right way. No, it's very, very, very true. And I um I can't wait for the second season. That's what mm-hmm. I'm so excited about. It's like I believe they will do the same thing with Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. It was released around 6 a.m. here on mm. September 1st. I kid you not, I couldn't wait until like I wanted to, I woke up at four and I was like, my, my family was like obviously asleep. And I was like, oh, I have to, like, I have to wake up at nine and watch it. Even though I wanted to watch, like, watch it at 6 a.m. I couldn't, I was, I was like, well, a part of me wanted and the other part of me was like, that would be disrespectful. Because it was like a, it was a, um, it was like still summer, but still, you know, yeah. you know, nobody like, I I'm not the person like to see to see st- like wake up. I am watching this show now. <laughs> yeah, no, that I th- I have stuff like that too that I really that I'm super excited about. Like it's like it's like a holiday, like a present. Like, um, the Carnival Row was also the same thing. Have you seen it? Carnival Row is that what you said? Yeah, it's no, with um Legolas. With Orlando Bloom mm. and Cara Delevingne, it was it got oh. cancelled though. It's 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 fantasy, but it's like a cyberpunk fantasy thingy, and it's very R rated. Oh. Okay, no, I haven't seen it. It's good, but it kind of like flattens out in the second season. Mm. So yeah, like Wheel of Time. Oh, it was so good. Like the yeah, intro so as good. well. The mm-hmm. intro of the show. See, I'm all happy again. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. It's very good. And I really like um, Lock and Key is another great show on Netflix. Shadow and Bone, uh, which is Have kind you seen of um, Sh- Shadow Hunters? No. It was on CW. No, I didn't see it. It's good. I didn't see it. But got canceled. I know. After five seasons. 
Yeah, I know. It's it's it, you start just when you start to love a show, it's it disappears. That's yeah, like that's all. when the one cancellation which made me very furious was Westworld. Oh yeah. Oh, I was so there. mad. I'm still mad. Yeah. I know. I was that that show was really popular too. I was, you know, what's when I was really upset about was Lovecraft Country. I don't know if you watched Lovecraft Country. No. I was so mad when they it only they only gave it one season and it was so good and so visually stunning and they got rid of that program after one season. It's not fair. Yeah, it's not, not fair. fair. Like why? But like I, I know like Netflix is still the king of cancel canceling shows. Yeah, they're kind of known for it now in a sad way. It's like you know just when you start to really love something they take it away from you but and like what do you think about the password sharing thingy account sharing thingy yeah i'm kind of on the fence but that i mean i realize it's a business and they have to make money but um i don't know i'm one of those people that i feel like art and streaming and all that stuff should be accessible to everyone like i feel like Mm -hmm. like there shouldn't be barriers from people to be able to get news or content or culture or I don't think we should have to pay uh, for, for like, I don't want to say not pay for content necessarily because they have to make money, right? Especially if there's no commercials. But um, I don't like the fact that things are getting more and more expensive, like theater, and that mm-hmm. young people, especially, are people who don't necessarily have the means or the the, yeah. the ability financially to go see something like that. That they don't get that experience just because they can't afford it and um yeah it's i mean it's hard and yeah so i'm kind of on the fence about that for sure but i mean i get you know from a legal place that we shouldn't be sharing passwords but at the same time it's like i like you we've been doing this for wanna... so many years like a decade and then you're like um you know what i'm just going to just change kidding. it well, and they got rid decade. of that and i'm, I'm I'm very old school Netflix. Like I remember Netflix when it started, but um, for years I had the DVD by mail um, and they got rid of that not too long ago too. So, I mean, I don't don't use it anymore, obviously, but yeah, it's just, but I have to tell you, I have a sort of a love hate relationship with Netflix um, because years ago, years ago, I worked at a blockbuster video and, Mm -hmm. um, and you know, Netflix is sort of the main reason why Blockbuster went away. And I still miss Blockbuster. <laughs> I really do. Like, I still wish we had a video store that I could go to and talk to people about movies and buy popcorn and take my movie home. And I'm old school like that. But um, when when Netflix came around, they just completely decimated Blockbuster in a sad way. But um, so that's why I have a a love hate with blockbuster or with netflix because of that very reason but this was a long time ago obviously but yeah yeah like i i remember like we also had these um video thingies here and in europe and um oh like or like i remember like going to the mall and then going to a electronics like uh store and then there were like dvds are still DVDs, but like I'm like okay, and but now I'm like okay, I watched this one, I watched this one, I watched this one. Like, what should I buy? And mm-hmm. but I I I'm a huge Fast and Furious fan, and I bought um I had bought that to like sell it. <laughs> um, I bought like 
first installment, second installment, third installment, fifth installment, sixth installment, and seventh installment. Um, no, sixth installment. Wow. I think, and I watched the recent one, and I love it. I love it so much. Like it's. So... I haven't seen the recent one. I haven't seen it yet. But are I have, you? Also, I don't know. I... Are you also in um watching like action movies or something? In that genre? I do I do watch some action movies. That's probably the genre that I watch the least. Oh. Um, but but I do I do watch them when I can for sure. Um, no, I was saying that I have a very large DVD collection. I have like two thousand DVDs and Blu-rays. Wow! And so I love my 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 whole front room is nothing but movies, um, which I love because a lot of them are like collector's editions or like. Mm. Um, really like limited really or really obscure movies that I love that I had to find and like special order but um I'm very I'm very proud of my my movie collection because I have so many in different genres but I love a lot of old movies too like film noir and stuff from the 1940s and um you know classic cinema kind of stuff like the old horror movies like like with Bella Lugosi and people like that and Vincent Price um so I and and I I study a lot of film history and I teach it sometimes too. So I love being able to look back historically at genres, uh, horror and so forth. So yeah, action films. I do like I do like some. My significant other loves action movies, so I watch them a lot because of him. But um, but not not it's not my always my first choice. I think I take I choose a scary movie or a thriller over an action movie. Uh... But. I what about you? Do you like action movies? I love action movies, but then like I'm so like hyper. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm so I'm a very hypersensitive person. So I'm like, I cannot breathe <laughs> because of the <laughs> action. And but I really liked um John Wick or John Wick. Yeah. Did you, yeah. It's been a minute since I've seen John Wick, but yeah, good stuff for sure. I like I I basically I have my specific like actors what which like then works I watch and Neo aka John Wick like Neo from Matrix in I whenever I see him I'm like oh John I'm like Neo is back <laughs> oh so you're a Ke- Keanu Reeves fan yeah. I grew up I... watching which 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 Keanu Reeves movie is your favorite? <laughs> Very obscure one called My Own Private Idaho with River Phoenix, um, that uh Gus Van Sant made years ago. But I think I know it. I don't know if I watched it. Yeah, it was it was really heartbreaking. A very heartbreaking movie. But um, oh. but, I mean, but no, he's he's you know he's. I know people who know him, and he's from what I hear, he's a really wonderful human being he's just a very he's nice so person. generous yeah very generous and so i think that that's you know more more people need to be like that for sure especially in this industry but yeah <laughs> you took the words right up out of my mouth mouth <laughs> i want to say the same thing i'm like more people need to do that mm-hmm. um what else i'm thinking of like actors so give me your top three actresses Top three actors. Jessica Lang is definitely at the very top. Um, I also love, love, love Melissa McCarthy. Um, I, oh. I 
think she's I love, hilarious. I liked her Funny. in Spy. In Spy, yeah. With like with Jason Hart. Statham. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I love Charlize Theron. I, there's a same, lot of actresses that, that I really, so really beautiful. love. I love, love Octavia Spencer. I love Viola Davis. Yeah. Yes, um, yes. Queen. Um, she's, she's, she's an egot. Yeah. I just think she's... That a, makes me so uh, happy. Yeah, no, there's so many actresses that I just really admire their work. I love Kathy Bates. I think she's extraordinary. I love Juliette Lewis. I think is so good. Jennifer Jason Lee. Um, yeah, I just, there's so many women that I just truly admire their their work and everything they do. Um, yeah. yeah, I really, I really like, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, up and coming actors and actresses that I like too. Um, Such as? I'm the term trying to, I'm thinking off the top of my head, like I'm bad sometimes with names. So I don't want to get the names wrong. Um, let me just give you a couple of people who I'm mean, kind of just kind of keeping my eye on and watching. I'm scrolling through my Instagram right now. My Instagram with all the people I follow on Instagram, because a lot of them I follow. So a lot of times too, like um, I'll come across an actor, an actress, especially a young actor, an actress, because I write a lot of younger stuff, screenplays and books and so forth. So a lot of times, you know, when somebody options something of mine, they'll say, who who do you recommend for casting or who mm -hmm. do who do you mm -hmm. see in those these roles and so um when i come across a young actor actress whose work i really really enjoy or like um i'll follow them or or you know sort of track them on social media a little bit so that way i remember them when i get asked the questions about who i think should um should be in something that i wrote um i do dominic like i fishback? mentioned like, maybe dominic fishback um no not familiar with okay here's my now i'm scrolling through my list dun, 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 dun. i love diana guerrero i think is how you say her last name who's on doom patrol um she was also on orange is the new black i think she's extraordinary oh, i love orange is uh, the new black yeah um I love, love, love Bridget Everett. She's amazing. Um, I'm a big Reese Witherspoon fan, I got to tell you. I think she does really great work. Um, she's just amazing at what she Same. does. Um, and, I, and we had talked about Joyride earlier, and I really love all four of the actresses in that. Uh, Sherry Cola is in that, and Ashley Park, and um, uh, Sabrina Wu is in that as well. And Stephanie Sue, I don't know. Yeah, Stephanie Sue from Everything Around Once. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, she's just awesome. I'm looking. You know, I was um, I was very fortunate that I come from the same theater company where I live. Um, I did a lot of not a lot. I did a few shows with Jessica Chastain growing up. She's from here also. Mm -hmm. Um, so we, we cool. used to do a lot of theater together. Melanie Linsky. I love, love, love Melanie Linsky. Um, she's been in a ton of stuff and she does really great work. Um, Tony Collette. Love Tony Collette. I've heard that name. She was in Her oh. um, Hereditary, which is a really good spooky movie. I don't like that. It. It, it traumatized me. 
See, that's why I don't, I don't watch horror movies. Yes, no, it is, it is very traumatizing for sure. Um, Especially like the elderly couple scene. <laughs> yeah. Hi, like, and they're like, they're like, hi, and then, like, and then they switch. They like greet you, and then they switch. Um, that's pretty. Those are pretty much who I've been, who I've been watching lately. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anybody else that's sort of like on my radar right now. People that I'm loving to watch their work. <laughs> so I'm looking at so many writers and writers and uh, singers on my Instagram that I follow. Yeah, that's that's pretty much, I mean, that's kind of who I've been looking at lately. You know, I mean, there's so many, so many extraordinary young people right now performing actors that are coming up and um, I'm kind of waiting to see what they do next and that sort of thing. So it's a whole new generation of of young performers, on, especially on streaming shows. So, um, so, so, and I watch a lot of, like, I watch a lot of non-American TV. Like, I love a lot of British TV, like, Ackley Bridge. I don't know if you've ever seen Ackley Bridge, but it's a fantastic no. show. But when you said um, British TV, British TV, I thought about um immediately about Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I've seen it. I wasn't a huge fan, but I know many people love it. I shouldn't say I wasn't a huge fan of Peaky Blinders because people hate me. But but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I I liked elements of it, it's but fun. I just there, I don't know why I couldn't connect with it, but um. Mm. You watch Bridgerton? Yeah. Yeah, love Bridgerton. That's, that's really good. Have you seen? We were talking oh, about the, yeah. um, we were talking about the Empress, seen, which I um, love the Empress. Oh, it's so good. Queen Charlotte. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's really good too. Yeah, I love all of those. Yeah, the like, Empress was so good. Loved the Empress. I'm and still in the middle of it. I'm starting sec the second season, I think. I think I finished the first season. Um, but I was, I'm just hooked on that. It's really good. But I love all of those old sort of like uh, historical women in power kind of, you know, I learn a lot about history. I mean, not, not all of it's correct history. Some of it's fictionalized. A lot of it's fictionalized, but yeah, good, very good stuff. Did you watch Great Expectations with Olivia Coleman? Um, a, it was a mini series. Really yeah. well done. I forgot about yeah. it. <laughs> One of my favorite authors is Jane Austen. So I, I like a lot of that sort of uh, Regency kind of Victorian somewhat. Is that Victorian? I think it's Victorian. <laughs> but um, It sounds like uh, it. Right, I'm going to go with it. But yeah, and I took in an entire semester of class in Jane Austen in college. So I should know the answer to that, my own question. But I love that time period. I love that era, the fashion, you know, the decadence of all of that. So it's very fun, fun, fun stuff. I'm going that's, through my actresses yeah. list. Well, it's long. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that Zaza Zazi Beats was half German. I'm even prouder of her. <laughs> wow. No, I didn't know that either. There was somebody else too that I recently found out about something that I was like, oh, I didn't know. That's it. I also found out that Nicholas Nick Nick Cage was actually Nicholas Coppola. I didn't know yes. that. I was like, yeah. "What? Wait, so yeah. he Coppola?" 
Yeah, I know. And um, yeah, gosh, I remember him in a lot of movies way back when, like Valley Girl, stuff that was made years and years ago, but all very good classic. I like the Renfield. You have to watch Renfield. It's so good. Like it's Nicolas Cage at its best. I will definitely check it out. I'm writing it down right now. I'm still kind of mad that um, they didn't give an Oscar to Harry Potter. You know, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Well, um, but, but, but don't, don't you like about it? I don't. I can't. People have asked me this before, and I'm like, I can't put my finger on it. I don't know. Like, like. I like things that are like super, super popular, like really popular. For some reason, I tend not to connect with emotionally. I don't know why. And and it all feels very fabricated to me and not very like, I don't know, like it's coming from this place of genuineness. But but I do I here's here's what I do love about Harry Potter, going back to the books. Despite the things that she has said recently in the media and the press, which mm -hmm. is not a story for another time. Um, the fact Same that with those, Ezra. yes right the fact that those books that with those books she got so many reluctant readers to read books readers that normally wouldn't read books to read Harry Potter books she created an entire generation of new readers just with those books and that's so impressive and so important same thing with Stephanie Meyer with the Twilight books which I'm not a fan of Twilight at all but um but oh, I thought like, that... we are going to ruffle so many feathers. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, but it's uh, but 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 again, those were books that really got a lot of people to read, mm -hmm. and and uh, really excited about it. I did like the Hunger Games series. I thought that that was a very compelling. I love Hunger Games. And, and yeah, very very good. Uh, Suzanne Collins, uh, just great books, great movie adaptations. Elizabeth Banks, who I love. Um. But and Jennifer Lawrence, of course, too. But um, yeah, but yeah, it's I, you know, I can give I I give mad respect to the to the power of those books, especially of Twilight and and Harry Potter. But yeah, I'm I'm in such an unpopular opinion because I have friends that have shunned me <laughs> because <laughs> I'm like, oh no. no, I'm not really. I know, but there's other, you know, and I'm old school too, and I I think maybe I think that um. I wanted Twilight to be darker and more gothic than it was. It it, it just kind of I don't know. It just didn't go. As, it wasn't. To the place that it I wasn't that to. way. So it didn't go that route. Yeah, and I wanted it to. And then, um, I think for me, for Harry Potter, it just had too much too much fantasy element to it, and I tend to gravitate more towards realistic fiction and realistic stuff. So that's probably why I didn't connect with it. But again, I really admire what what both of those authors were able to do with creating so many new readers of people who okay, probably so wouldn't have read books anyway. Zoom is saying that we have to go. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And we talked about Thank you so much really for this conversation and for your kind yeah. words. Of course. Absolutely. You must keep in touch with me. Let me know how you're doing. I, I will and, send uh, my book Later yes. when I wake up. <laughs> when I wake up. I, I appreciate you. Feel it, Dank. Danke gleichfalls.
Um, and I uh, can't wait to he talk spoke, with you again. He spoke soon. German, so if you guys didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, very, very exciting. And, and keep sending me recommendations for TV shows and movies and books and all kinds of good stuff and music too, because we did talk about music a little bit as well. So yeah, all good stuff. But thank you so, so much. I appreciate it so much. And I hope you have a wonderful Sunday in Vienna. And, uh, and it's uh, very bright, that's bright outside. So I guess, yes, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just go back to bed, I it's guess. <laughs> it's like 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to do that. But thank you so much for your um for this conversation and for yeah. like your kind words and for the advice you gave me, whether that was off camera, off, off, uh, off record or off on record, record, off the record. <laughs> yeah, off, like off record or, or on the record, um, on the recording. And I appreciate you and um, I'll definitely keep in touch with you. And um, thank you also for the empowering words um, in regards to so many like topics we talked about, and yeah. I know I'm I'm very grateful that you did this, and I'm really looking forward to redoing it because I don't know, like three hours weren't enough. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it was a lot of fun. We it was really great to talk with you and to get to know you too. So we'll reach out anytime. And thanks so much, and best of luck to you for lots of continued success with your podcast. Thank you and so I just much. And I hope the, the camera will be working next time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, take care so much and, um, and uh, keep up all the great work. Thank you. You too. Bye. Okay. So this marks the end of the episode. Um, Thank you so, so much for listening and for your support. And um, <laughs> my organs. <laughs> and and I, I am so excited to watch the fourth episode. Yeah, the fourth episode of The Idol. And then, oh my God, like... I almost spoke German, but like Tuesday, it will be the day I've been waiting since December 2022. I'll be seeing Machine Gun Kelly live in my hometown. I'm so excited and I'm so like happy to see my friends, hug them, meet them, have fun with them, sing along with them, dance along with them. Um... Despite the venue being very messy, but nevertheless, I'm so still very excited. And I am just, I guess I'm just like very grateful because my life is treat like life is treating me so well. Like Tuesday will be the MGK festival, my first festival ever. Then I will be flying to Egypt the like next week and I'm so like I've never been and I've always wanted to go and I'll and then like I'll come back and then I'll have more guests on the show also our third guest will be the episode will be out on June 29th um it's very exciting we'll be talking about Quentin Tarantino um, 
yeah, a, a lot of great things are happening, and I'm just so grateful that I get to one meet new people, two um take you with take you take my squad you guys with me on this journey and get to share my passion for movies and tv shows and thank you so so much to matthew to david matthew barnes once again for coming on the show and sharing his love for screenwriting and his passion for movies and tv shows and he's like being it it was really like a therapy session almost um i kind of like broke my own rules by uh, because i did cut our interview um but if i hadn't cut it cut it it would have been four hours and still like we still talked about so much but i had to like cut it here and there um you know when you like gossip with someone and you don't want that you don't want the specific someone to hear it so it's it was basically that but nevertheless i'm still very grateful that he did this episode with me and i can say that like july will be filled with guest episodes um solo episodes will be a rarity but nevertheless i'm so like grateful and very excited um and i'm also very excited to watch um skull island i haven't watched it yet on on netflix which is the continuation of king kong skull island but in animated form so it's like the next installment in that universe then I'm also very excited for the new episode like the season finale of um Silo and the new episode of The Crowd Room on Friday July 2nd I have I do believe that I haven't watched Elemental. I wanted it, but then like the Egypt Egypt vacation um became a possibility. So I guess I'll be watching it when I'm back either July or Ju- I'll be back in July, but like when I'm um when I have when I have the time and energy to watch it. Um it probably will be August and we'll talk about on but we will talk about um about uh, one piece and elemental and whatever whatever movie or tv show i'll be watching in august and then we'll talk about that in september um i also haven't watched uh, sleep and dogs but i'm so excited for hijack with Idris elba coming out on june 28th I'll be so dead <laughs> after the festival, but I'm still very excited. I'm also very excited for 
Indiana Jones 5. And I also started watching the second season of About Elementary. About Elementary. About Elementary. I always, like, mispronounce it. Um, but it's, like, I still... It's very fas- fascinating about the tone deafness of the principle of Abbott Elementary. Nevertheless, it's a lot of fun. And with that being said, I will talk to you on Thursday. Um, Have a great day, night where you are. And we'll talk about so many TV shows. <laughs> Bye! Also, I have to say, um, the podcast episode might be like structured weirdly because spotify for podcast podcasters is not allowing me to like drag a f- audio file to like to a different place so i ap- apologize in it in advance